Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we see it. Season episode fifty-eight, Cobra Kai season three. We're gonna, we're gonna touch on probably we're gonna we're gonna also go back and talk a little bit about season one and two because you know you kind of have to do that if you're talking about season three just to get a catch up. Um, That's what YouTube is for. You go and look up the recaps. You know, <laughs> I you know I have done that. Um, I I prefer to do mine through uh, podcasts. I like hearing people talk about it rather than watching the videos. But I, I guess you know that is another good way. Um, I've been reading a lot. It's funny. Uh, Facebook has had, I don't know if they knew I was talking about Cobra Kai this week or what, but all these like screen rant and different things have been coming by with all these different Cobra Kai this and Cobra Kai that and those secrets behind this and the secrets behind that. And uh, so I, I was reading a lot of those kind of, kind of agreeing with some, not agreeing with others, but you know, just they're definitely pumping it out there. And, and I don't know if it's like I said that, you know, the secret government, you know, listening on all my conversations so they knew <laughs> knew that's what we were talking about so um, it's it's probably true because you know it facebook and youtube all, a lot of these things tap into your search history and can kind of do, do targeted ads based on that unless you go in and really really shut down all that all that security but you have to be a little bit you know, you have to be on top of that proactive if you want to shut down that stuff. Otherwise, yeah, you're shopping one day for something and then two days later, you sh you'll see it on the right and some sort of Google ad. You're like, oh, what? No <laughs> kidding. Uh, so interesting thing. And, and I kind of, I need to talk to him to make sure. So I was on a uh, site and it was Washington Post. I was reading an article on there and, you know, they have their little ads that pop up. And the ad that popped up was RK. Oh God, I'm going to blow it. Um, it was our friend's uh, card business. Oh, really? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Um, I don't know if Renee and Jeremy listen to this. <laughs> uh, they've been on them, but I don't know if they listen. But anyways, uh, it was it was an ad essentially for her homemade card business. Really? On on this article I was reading, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, and then I started thinking. I'm like, did they pay for ads or something? I need to talk to her. Or was it just just something random came up? I would be surprised if they didn't. In order to kind of be tied to that algorithm to push ads out you'd have to somehow I, I, pay for yeah, those I spots know. i don't i don't know how that I, works but it doesn't seem to me like that would be something I, I you know i thought it was kind of more home homegrown hobby kind of business but uh maybe and i was i was shocked when i saw it and i mean and i even scrolled down further and there was two ads and they were both the same essentially and i was like well that's crazy and so i was like okay well maybe let me go look at another and and just to see if it came up again and it didn't, but I was just—it was really funny that that was the came, the thing that came up. Hey, maybe yeah. we we can target some advertisements for the uh, for the <laughs> podcast. Like, if anyone like, I guess we'd probably have to shell out a little bit of money, but uh, send it up to Google awesome. or whatever. And and anytime someone looks up podcast and Santa Rosa or something like that, you know, they well, start getting targeted ads in the in the right to go to hwsi.podbean.com or email us at the.hwsi.podcast at gmail.com. That's right, hundred percent. No, that would be awesome. I, I'm going to check it out. It's, it's that's within the first three minutes. Thank you very much. <laughs> doing doing the business. Uh, yeah, it was uh, RK Handmade Greetings is our friend's um, thing, and I, I was just I was surprised because it was funny. I, I, I scrolled past it and I was like, wait a minute, I know that card. 
and it was just it caught me off guard. I was like, but I, I think it was cool. And I was like, well, I hope that is the case that, you know, if she is uh, paying for those that they're getting out there. I mean, because I know when I go buy a card, that's where I, I go down. So. Uh, cool. Cool. Uh, so what have you been up to this week? Anything good? Uh, yeah, I think so. You say what you've been up to, because I got I to gotta think about it for a second. Okay. Well, my week's been been weird. Uh, I mean, we, we had this great big plan to brew on, on Sunday, right? True, right. We, we were going to have a, a four-person brew going on, and uh, it all got squashed because uh, two of us were potentially exposed to COVID. So two of us, not gotta, not including me. Right, so. Yeah, two of us of, of the people that were going to be on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you were one that were going to was going right, to right. and, and I was one of the ones that was exposed, and so it sent us into this kind of like, oh shit, okay. So uh, I know the other person went and got tested, was able to get tested Saturday. I had to wait till Monday. Um, I was able to get tested Monday. That was a, a a trial in its own. It was like we had the appointment from Friday. We get there and they're like, oh yeah, we don't have an appointment for you. I'm like, what? What the f I got these emails. So anyways, went back out to the car, was able to get a, an appointment for later that day, walked <laughs> right back in and got tested. But it was just just one of those nightmare situations where it's like, look, I got to get this test. Uh, but so called into work just to check in and I'm not allowed to go back until I get a, a negative test. Right. So you're okay. And so you're still even waiting though, on that? <clears throat> yeah. Even though I don't show symptoms or anything like that, I'm like, uh, it's, it's more like, okay, well, we don't want to take any chance and apparently there's a thing in uh, California now has to uh, uh, offer two weeks of uh, paid. Um, I'm getting paid basically to stay home essentially is the way I see it. I don't have to take my vacation time. Wow. Um, okay. So yeah. But it's up to two weeks. So now say if I go back in, if, if I, if I don't, you know, go in this week at all, I get, then I have one week left. If, if I do get sick or something, I only get one week and then I have to then start taking my own. Yeah. Know, that, that's a, that's a tough dilemma for, you know, states are trying to be really supportive of businesses, right. small businesses that are hurting so much. And, and at the same time, Hey, these small businesses, well, maybe it depends on the size of the business have to have to give you, yeah. have to give us two weeks of paid, yeah. paid leave. Yeah. Uh, Which I, I mean, it's tough, boy. It's, it, it sucks for the companies. I agree. You know, it's rough. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, it's weird, you know, I'm enjoying it because I'm kind of getting free time off. <laughs> right. But then again, I'm also, I'm, not, I'm just kind of sitting home not doing anything because I'm kind of like, well, if I, you know, until I get my test, I'm, I don't want to be out there kind of going crazy either. It, it's it's a, interesting. So, yeah, I'm still waiting on my, my test results. Probably, hopefully tomorrow I'll get those. How'd your brew day go on Sunday? It actually went okay. Um, yeah, I was doing a, uh, I did a, a beer I've done before. It was a We Like Space double IPA that I, I did before, but it, before it was an extract kit and I really liked it. Um, this time I did an all grain and uh, came out okay. I, I don't know if I, I didn't get the, the original gravity I was I was shooting for. I was short by a little bit, but I think it was because uh, I went a little heavy on my sparge water, probably by a at least a gallon, maybe a gallon and a half too much. So it diluted mm -hmm. a little more than I was hoping for, but, um, I'm still super happy about it. Uh, did a new, new process where I did a, uh, a whirlpool. So I chill, you know, you got it, got the boil done. Right. You mentioned that. Yeah, go ahead. And started, started the chill and let it get down to, I was good. I was shooting for 170. Uh, and then I was going to do a half hour whirlpool. It got down to 145 before I actually pulled it out and got everything going. Uh, did my half hour whirlpool with the hops 
and uh, and then chilled it down and did everything. And this is the first time uh, in I have I have my beer in a, in a room um, that we, it's our gym actually. It's kind of funny. So I, I went back in there the first day after uh, I, I put the yeast in and everything started fermenting, and I had this super strong hop smell just in the room and it smelled delicious it was so good so i was like okay and got a nice froth at the top so everything looks like it's going really well um but just the smell coming off of it i'm like man if this if this stays like this this is gonna be a good beer. I, I'm really excited about it. So this whirlpool, uh, you know, where you you whirlpooled and then at 140 you dropped the or the dropped the the extra hops. Was that something that's part of the recipe, or was that something you read and just decided to add? Because you said you've well, done this before, or at least you've done the recipe before. I did the recipe before, and it says a uh, half hour whirlpool, but it doesn't really say anything about when to do it. Uh-huh. It just says half hour whirlpool, and I think last time I did it uh, right after I cut the boil. So it, it was still a great beer. It still had really great uh, uh, fruit kind of uh, smells and, and tastes and, and variety off of um, the hops last time because it's a super heavy uh, dry hop. But this time I was reading something about whirlpools and, and being done at a, a colder temperature and stuff like that. So um, I didn't really get deep into it. I just decided, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a half chill, then do a half hour whirlpool, and then, and then complete the chill. And uh, it worked out really well. You know, was it a manual it. whirlpool or did you have a pump? Yeah. That you, okay, you were. No, it was manual. <laughs> yeah. And we sat there and, and, and between me and Alyssa, we sat there and, and started <laughs> about probably 18 of the 30 minutes was a continuous uh, whirlpool. I have uh, I have the new uh, 10, 10 gallon kettle and it has uh, uh, a whirlpool built into it so I can I can pump from the, 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 the spigot, you know, from the. I don't know what right. uh, into the whirlpool valve, and it it worked really nice on this one. But I didn't I didn't pitch any hops in the middle of it. So. Okay, well, this had no hops at all in the boil. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was okay. really. This is one of the first ones that I've done, other than the one time before where I've had zero hops at all until the boil's done. And so it's it's a very low IBU. I think it's it comes out. It's it actually says it's something like an eighteen IBU. Um, and the recipe, but it also has nine ounces of uh, dry hop uh, four days before bottling or kegging in this case. So okay. uh, it, it's got a ton of hops in it, but it's a good beer. Um, I'm really excited for it. It'll be a little bit lower um, ABV than the last time I had it, which is probably good because the last time I had it, uh, it was so delicious. I drank so many of them that I really kind of lost control. <laughs> 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 but not, not in a bad way. I mean, I, I got a little... Uh, a little tired too quickly and didn't feel great before I went to bed, but it wasn't like I was just, you know, out of control, but it was, it was good. It's a delicious beer. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. Well, I finally uh, brewed the beer that's been sitting, you know, that I plan to do during the holidays, the, 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 the Czech Pilsner, um, mm-hmm. which this is the one you need to chill, right? Like, well, it's a lager. So you got to ferment it, you know, you can't, yeah, you, you can't ferment it at ale temperatures, which is, pretty much kind of room temperature where we're at right now uh right. but uh you got to drop it down to about 50 degrees for the for it and sunday went great i thought i thought uh it it i i hit my numbers right on i think it was uh original gravity was five six and i hit i was at right i was at 5.7 uh or t- i'm sorry 1057 whatever you want to um yeah, so yeah, we got it <laughs> um 
So, uh, so I'm, I'm hopeful on that, but my, I did a yeast starter. I got a couple packets of yeast, mm-hmm. um, and it, the recipe called for four packets or two packets with Holy a yeast, crap. with a yeast starter. So I got two packets. I did a yeast starter. It went fine. When I went to pitch it though, I, you know, I had it in the, in the refrigerator for a day. So it kind of separated, but then I left it out probably a little too long because it kind of, kind of re settled in as I was trying to pour off the beer before I pitched it oh, I realized awesome. that it that I lost that uh, you know it, it, it hadn't it, it had kind of recirculated enough to where I couldn't separate huh. it anymore so I just went ahead and pitched the entire thing yeah. I okay there's a little bit of of you know the the DME whatever what's the gravity you, spo- what's your what? final gravity supposed to be I mean what's your what your uh, your ABV you're going for because I'm surprised well, with that much yeast um I think it's well it's a pilsner which is a higher you know lagers are typically a little lower in the ABV yeah. but I think this is about 5%. So it's a little higher but That's... but but anyway I pitched it and for in you know, I've done one lager before and it failed miserably because I had bad yeast. And like after after oh, about yeah, five yeah. days, it had kind of molded on top. I was able to scrape it off and put some ale yeast in and I got it to ferment, but I just didn't like it. So I tossed it. Well, this one kind of started doing the same thing. It just wasn't I didn't get any mold, but it wasn't it wasn't uh, it didn't seem to be bubbling or doing anything. So yesterday I ordered some more yeast from beverage people. I had got some dry yeast. It's the same, same stuff, but it was dry yeast. And so I thought, okay, I got two packets. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to add it. And, um, I, I brought it home and you know, you, you can, you can pitch it direct or you can kind of give it a little, yeah. you can rehydrate it. Well, I went to rehydrate it and I did a stupid thing. I, you know, you got to pre-boil your water. I didn't chill my pre-boiled water. Instead, I just oh no. I I I I put the I boiled the water. I put it in a cup and I pitched the yeast. I'm like, oh shit! I just killed my yeast. So 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 I in fact that's still sitting right here on my desk. <laughs> oh god! I just I I mean it was instant. It's like oh I failed miserably. So today I went back and I got some more yeast. So here's three days later, um, and I oh. and I you know I. I pre-boiled some water and I chilled it down and for lager yeast you got to hit a different temperature than you do for for ale yeast for your rehydration so I got it right I, I think I did everything right and I pitched that we'll see if it makes a difference I think it will I, I mean I I'm really happy with with how it turned out in the in the uh, carboy you know I thought yeah um, it was it was nice taste but we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see I'm okay I, I did. I, I used my plate chiller again. Oh my God. This thing went from, you know, I did do the whirlpool for about 15, 20 minutes. So I'm sure it dropped a little bit of temperature just in the whirlpool. Right. But, but going through the plate chiller, that's one run. It came into the carboy at 64 degrees. Holy shit. Really? One pass. So. So what, what what is the plate chiller hooked up to? Is it, is it well, you run a hose through it. You want a okay. water hose. So I'm, but, and so it's just, you've got, two two in and out not so four nozzles one in and out for the for the hose and then one in and out for the wort you know that you're okay. pumping through and so with the plate chiller just it sits next to it it's just a little uh a little you know yeah i i got the idea it's kind of like a fit like electric uh heat yeah dispenser I, exactly I, idea. I was just kind of um i was just and, curious and you can throttle the the uh on the pump you pump it through and you can throttle it however fast you want it to go so you can try to hit your your temperature but 
I I mean, it filled up. It probably took a less than six minutes to get to get it filled oh, up, geez. and uh, and uh, then I was set, and it was sixty four degrees. So so that was kind of nice. I'm really happy with with that uh, investment. That's, that's the Blickman Terminator. Terminator, I think, is what it's called. So that's kind of cool. That's, pink. that's pinky out right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> God. You got to clean it though, and you got to watch. You got to make sure that you don't have any. You know, you got to do the whirlpool, or somehow make sure you don't have well, that, any. That's, that's you can't, what it is because you don't want to clog it up. So the time it takes you to clean it is probably about what it takes in a regular uh, immersion chiller to cool down. So you're just moving your time. I don't know. I mean, I was able to just you can reverse the flow on the on the work so that you're pumping in pumping in some uh, sanitizer or or cleaner through the same yeah. thing and it clogs I, it out I, and i and i did it pretty quick i just kind of did it as part of my cleaning out my uh no that's my awesome kettle. i'll have to check it out next time we get a we get a brew together because that that sounds really cool i don't mind the immersion chiller but it is it is probably one of the more like just pain in the butt hassles of brewing like well, everything else yeah it is. killed my first all grain batch too when i had the dribble <laughs> oh god fuck yeah bitter dribbles you remember that yeah, yeah. We, we we drank that one we did not a lot of it but we drank it all right well uh so we we've talked about what we've talked a lot about beer and what we've yeah, been doing so yeah. that's cool though but that's i mean that's what we've been into so. that's what i've been doing this week i've been trying to get the yeah. yeast going on my <laughs> the fermenting going i actually, I actually uh put a uh, six gallon uh cider into ferment today too got that nice. going because uh, I, I finally got it to where my kegerator has two beers and one cider, and I think my cider is going to probably empty out in about the time this next one's going to be ready. So pretty stoked about that. Cool. All right, well, let's let's uh, let's get into these drinks that we got going um, for uh, this this Cobra Kai Season 3. I'll, I'll let you go first. I, I saw you sipping on your I've got I've got two. I did a little bit of, of just – well – the first one I I did was a, a straight sake. I was kind of enamored with the story. I almost he, went with that too. Well, he went to he went he goes to Okinawa and they kind of replay yeah. the story about uh, about the the lore behind Miyagi Do. Oh, yeah. You know where they talk about back in the 1600s, um, the Miyagi. I don't know. He's like a shrimp. What is that? Oh, I even I think I wrote it. I wrote some of it down so I can. But a shrimp fisherman. Yeah, he's like it says Miyagi Shrimpo Sensei. A fisherman fell asleep from drinking too much sake off the coast of Okinawa. He woke up off the coast of China, and then ten years later, he returned with a wife, children, and the secret of Miyagi's family karate. And you know they they talk a little bit about that in this one. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if that's what they're drinking when when uh, they're in Okinawa, yeah. but. There's a there's a scene where he's in the bar and then there's a a, a bunch yeah. of Japanese businessmen and they're all drinking sake but he's actually yeah. at the bar drinking a whiskey because I tried to find that whiskey too. Yeah, well, Mr. Uh, Miyagi he was a big sake fan too and he probably yeah. had you know I think in the first movie he drank a lot of that. So I caught that as kind of my chaser, you know that that was okay. that was. But as I was doing more research, I found this cool story which doesn't necessarily it wasn't brought up in season three, but in season one, you know, you drank the uh you drank the uh the Coors Banquet. Banquet. Yeah. But um apparently um Daniel in he ordered a kettle. He orders a kettle yeah, you what, is this your drink too? <laughs> nice. I, nice. I, I did. Well, you know, and apparently the, the funny thing about the story is, I guess he went to uh, he went to uh, 
that was actually uh what's the actor's name um, uh, or, uh, not uh, <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. <laughs> he actually, uh, that was actually a drink that he ordered after they kind of successfully pitched the idea oh, for okay. this. He ordered exactly like he does in the movie. He said, I'll have a cuddle one straight up, ice, ice cold. And they actually took that and put it into the script because of it. So, oh, nice. so I grabbed some kettle one and, uh, and I had some dry vermouth. And I don't have a martini glass. I, I, I'm kind of jealous of yours. I'm seeing that. I went. I actually went out to look to see if I could find one. Instead, I had this little shitty <laughs> little one. That's funny. But so, so that's I, what I got. Yeah. I ended up doing the same thing. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I, I did Johnny's last time with a banquet, and I still have one banquet left. Um, I used. Uh, I drank three that first night when we did season one and season two, and then I had three left out of it. I used two for cooking. I still have one left. Uh, but no, so I was, I was looking for different things and I was going to get the whiskey and then I looked it up and it's like, first it's, I don't even think I could get it anywhere locally. It's, and it's like a, a Japanese whiskey or just a, a particular one or, uh, yeah, I, I actually found it. Um, God, I had the name, Sh- uh, Shoto something and it's, okay. it's a Japanese uh, whiskey, but it's like $40 for a, a, a small bottle. And I don't think I could have found it locally, but I was going to go that route. And then I started thinking, and I, I, the exact same scene you're talking about, <laughs> because I'll have a banquet and at first he orders a club soda. Right. And, and, and then they start talking and getting into it and he does, and he orders, he goes the kettle martini. And I'm like, you know what? I've never had a martini. And I was like, that was, so I looked it up and, and you can get the vodka martinis. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to try that. Never had one before. Um, and I was I was intrigued because I, I would rather have vodka than gin, just not before, <laughs> right. just not my thing. So I did. I made this and I looked up a bunch of different recipes. I had to go out. I ha- I have vodka. I don't have kettle one, so I don't do I didn't do a kettle martini, but I did do a vodka martini. Yeah, I got the kettle one just yeah, just I because it. I was I don't know trying. <laughs> no, to, I mean, well, if, but I don't have any olives and I don't have my, my martini glass like you do. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> wonder I twin a, powers. Come on, let's activate right? and put together and come up with the the ultimate. <laughs> so I ended up having to go buy the vermouth, and then so here I was looking that up. I'm like, what is this? And I found out what it. And there's a sweet vermouth and a dry vermouth. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I bought them both, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna do correct, and I did with the dry because right. that's what it is and, and sweet vermouth would be more like for a manhattan or something i think uh yeah it changes yeah. the name it's not a martini anymore but i was like or oh, groundhog day probably... yeah right <laughs> and uh so i did mine dirty too apparently if you add a little bit of the olive brine to it is why you know you hear about ordering a dirty martini yeah so i, ha- okay. I had to go dirty i had to go dirty with mine just because <laughs> i was like why not you know he goes straight up. And so straight up, what does that mean? That means that means just the, that means the, that you don't add any water and and yeah. And yeah, just the, the vermouth and, and the uh, uh, vodka. And so, yeah, I, I went dirty and I added the olives in and I bought the olives and everything. And uh, so I tasted it a little bit earlier. This will probably be the only time I drink this drink because it is not good. <laughs> well, you it know, I think when we did uh, when we did the uh, first season of of What's the MCU series? Uh, well, I don't know. Oh, the uh, Shield, Agents of Shield. No, it wasn't Agents of Shield. What's the woman that? Oh, uh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. I think I did. I did a martini for that in in honor of uh, Iron Man's dad because um, oh, he drinks yeah. a lot of martinis. So Stark. Yeah, but I think this kettle one's actually. I, this is a better martini than what I made then. So. <laughs> So maybe maybe it is the the, mar- the I don't know I just don't think it's a it's a I'm not a dry kind of 
you know, yeah. I don't like. Uh, I know. So, yeah, I'm not that big of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I, I like gin, so so I, in that. You kind might of have liked the gin one better. Yeah. Or maybe you had gin before, didn't you? I think you had a gin one last time. Maybe I did. That that was smart yeah. of me. Hey, so. you know, I I found <laughs> I found out a little bit about the sake. You know, it's uh -huh. it's considered a rice wine, yes. but but I thought it was interesting that that what I read is it's more like it's more like a beer in how it's in how it's brewed in oh, that brewed, yeah. in that in that it unlike a wine which starts with a sweet you know a sweet sugar from from like a, a grape or something like that this is you have to go through the two processes like you do with beer where you extract starches from something in this case it's rice whereas in beer's case it's more of a grain and then well, from I mean, there you have to go through that mash process to con yeah. and, and then eventually convert it to sugars and you know so there's, yeah that there's, definitely makes it a lot so it's more a like so a it's beer. a process more like a beer i thought that was interesting <laughs> yeah that, i mean for sure it is a hundred well i mean it's a grain i mean i've actually seen uh yeah. Uh, beer recipes that call for rice and stuff like that and so yeah that's uh, yeah, true definitely much more flaked I, rice I in fact i had that in one of my recipes flaked rice yeah. and when i tried to do that little something something clone huh okay. oh that makes yeah. sense yeah that's a good one too yeah so uh those are our <laughs> drinks that's funny that we came up with the same one yeah um i was Is looking, that the first I time we, i think we've done it one other time no, okay I, I think we both came up with the similar I think it was the Captain America we, I, we or something like that. We came up with something similar. Uh, oh, it was. It was when we did. Uh, we both did the the Jaeger or the the bombs, the uh, boiler makers. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, nice. okay. we both did the boiler makers uh, because that, that was in Thor. That was from Thor. Um, well, that's so, yeah, uh, that's no, proof that we don't uh, we don't conspire ahead of time on no, these podcasts. This no, is we all. Don't. <laughs> uh, no, we don't. <laughs> no, I think that uh, there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of other drinking in there that's called out by certain names. There, I you know I was gonna go with they were doing shots from season two uh, at the party, you know the girls were doing the shots and stuff like that. But I was like, ah, oh. now I like I like that martini that um that uh kind of interaction they had at that. Well, time. you it's funny too because you did the you did the Johnny drink yeah. last time and now you're doing the Daniel drink. So well, you're playing kind of, both sides, which is kind of what they do in the series. They kind of try to play well, both sides. <laughs> and then, and it's funny. So let's start getting into this because yeah. one of the things I read today, uh, they were talking about all the twists that they tried to put in uh, season three. A lot of them were based off fan theories and things like that they, that they had read and it had come up. They tried to really trick people and stuff like that to think that they were going to go one way and then flip it and go another. Yeah. That was really cool. The writers are really – they're playing some fan service in, in the fact that they're like, hey, these people are, are, are paying attention to this and, and calling out stuff. Let's let's see what we can do with it. This is a good series for that sort of fan service because, you know, it's not a series that you really need to take too seriously. It's it really it's steeped in a lot of nostalgia, but it's also oh, kind yeah. of cheesy and campy. And they play with oh that. They're, they're very yeah, aware of that. And it's kind of this balance for especially, you know, I think we're a good generation to kind of get it be attracted to it this is one of those sort of series that i really enjoy watching i don't know if i'd watch it over and over again <laughs> but uh yeah true but true. it's uh but it, it maybe it's because of the nostalgia you know and i kept i think pick, a lot of it I is pick on nostalgia. pick up on some of the the jokes which might be considered inside jokes if you haven't seen the original original movies well that's <laughs> that's what they they played a lot on in the first the first season they had a lot of flashbacks the second season not so much it was kind of more riding its own coattail a little bit this season they went back to that that premise of where hey we're going to show you 
stuff from the past where they actually got original footage that wasn't in the films and showed it. Uh, there was some some stuff with Johnny in, or not Johnny, but uh, Daniel in um, Okinawa, where he's talking to to um, uh, God, I can't think of his name, but where he, he's he they had some footage from from the the film and, and they touched a lot on on season uh, the uh, God. Karate Kid Two movie, right? Right. Well, sure, because they yeah here they played and, yeah they played and into they that brought all bit. the characters back in, and that to me was my favorite part of this season. Necessary, you know, when there's there's some parts of the season that really kind of fell flat for me, and and I almost to the point where I was like, okay, if this is all it was, I don't know if I would continue to watch this. But because they played the nostalgia fact, they they really hit on the um, the Karate Kid uh, movie two where they went back to Okinawa, where they had the characters come back, you know, the, the, the main girl that he had the kind of, you know, was the love interest. And then his, his main rival, they, they played a lot of that. And the little girl he saved and just a ton Oh, of that's it. right. The little girl. That's right. You know, well, it, I, which I mean, it's great. He saved her and she had a chance to come back and repay him by saving him with the, right. Kind of there was, yeah, there was some synchronicity there. That, that was, was that was not what I was expecting. It was going to be uh, chosen, which was his his main rival. You know, I thought. It well, was and chosen good. did did at least give him some some new oh, that tools. Played out so good. That played. <laughs> I like, so when that first started, and I watched it a little bit again today, trying to find some drinks. Uh, <laughs> the whole part where he comes in and he's just mad looking, just evil, mean looking as fuck, and he plays it for so long until he can fight with him and do the whole, you know, ready. He he's got him down. He can kill him. And he honks his nose. He does, and and, and, and that's that's almost, <laughs> the honk. I I actually saw that coming, and only oh, because yeah. because anyone who hadn't seen Karate Kid two wouldn't know what that's about. But but uh, yeah, at the end of Karate Kid two, when when Daniel has the opportunity to take him out, he honks his his nose. And <laughs> well, it, it's also the the same from the end of one where, um, you know. Uh, why am I miss? Why can't I think of Pat Morita's character? Miyagi, Miyagi. Miyagi. Well, well, that actually, that actually, I don't believe that was at the end of one. I think they filmed it for one, but they showed it at the beginning no, of no, two. They, they, where he, where no, where he honks Crease's uh, nose. That's at the beginning of two. They, Are you so sure? that, yeah, they don't end Karate Kid one there. I think they actually shot oh, that. They, end, they, they shot, end it with a kick. They end it at the at the tournament. Out, you know, before they go out and into the parking lot, I think it's Mr. Miyagi. He kind of has that happy expression, proud expression. It freezes on him and shows the credits. Um, oh, I, th I think that's God. the end. But, but the at the beginning of Karate Kid Two, and I could be mistaken, but I, I, I'm pretty, pretty certain is when they show the scene where they go into the parking lot and Kreese is upset with Johnny because he, he, he failed and that's where Miyagi kind of well, that, teaches him a lesson. That's kind of weird though, but why would they do that and then all of a sudden run off to Okinawa? <laughs> I, I don't remember quite the... I, I, I saw it in the... I haven't seen Karate Kid 2 since <laughs> since it came out in the seen. 80s. So And, and yeah, I, I don't think I was a huge fan of it. I think, you know, it got really popular because of that uh, that that uh, song by Chicago or, or not... I, I think a lead singer, one of the lead singers of Chicago, um, the, the love song. Um, and I thought it was a little ridiculous, but at the, at the same <laughs> yeah. time, at the same time, I think they're kind of tapping into that for this series too, some of that... Um, oh yeah, they're definitely tapping into that. I um, oh, I lost my train of thought already. I'm losing it. Well, the um, honk. We were back. We were on the honk. Yeah, we were, we were talking. I thought it was 
I'm pretty sure it was in the first one. Okay. I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent positive, but I thought it was in the. It's first not a big deal. Because, it was yeah. back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's so I I was oh that's what I was gonna say as I remember uh, my middle daughter Emily got really into to these movies and we bought her the the triple set because uh, when we all started doing martial arts for the first time she was like seven or eight so that was you know early 2000s and so i remember watching them then uh with her and she would she literally would watch the first two and the one with the girl over and over again i don't think she ever really watched the third one i might have to go back and watch that before season four i never saw the third one (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you're alone in that i think there's gonna be a big group of people going back and watch it i because i i barely remember it um because it was not not, is it, have not, they have they referenced it at all in uh, in the series yet? Well, kind of. Because there was some the sort of thing, flashback, I think, in the first season that showed. Well, so the big thing in the in the third one is uh, Kreese comes back and he has an army buddy who becomes the villain. He's an adult that uh, you know Daniel has to end up. Tra- he ends up training him. Oh, and, do you think that's the phone call Kreese makes at the end of uh, yeah, season three? Well, okay. Yeah, and so, uh, and you know, he's a long-haired kind of, you know, pretty boy. He's got that dark, long ponytail hair. Looks like a skinny. Um, <laughs> but um, he's a lot younger than Crease, isn't he? Yes, he is. He was okay. I, 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 I again, I haven't seen Karate Kid three, but I do. I have seen some. I think they showed some flashbacks from. Uh, they in did a little, Cobra they Kai one. Yeah, they show a couple so, pictures of him and stuff. Okay. And so the whole thing is is he's supposed to be one of the army buddies that he's stationed with, which this is one of the parts I had a problem with this season three. Uh, okay. Two different levels. Let's talk For about one, it because I wrote some notes about that too. I think we're I did going. not like the fact that they tried to give Crease a – he's not such a bad guy. Look how he used to be. I, I To me, it's like mm, – no, and I didn't buy it. Like – they tried to play him up like, oh, he was a good guy before he went in the army, and this 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 commander, you know, they got captured and it turned him into this evil. Guy. And I'm like, mm, you think he should have just been evil for evil's sake, and that's it? I think so. I, I I'm kind of mixed on it. I I don't. I've never been a fan of his character. You know, to me, I think it's just it's just he, he's evil in kind of a silly way. He he just he preaches preaches evil. I'm, I get, but I he bugs me. And I was, I was actually a little upset when he showed up at the end of season one. It's like, Oh God, they're going to go there with him. And, um, so I was actually kind of impressed that they tried to explore his backstory, to try to shape who he was, give him some, some motivation. I, I don't necessarily think they did a, I mean, I thought it was a little corny. Um, so here's, here's my, <laughs> my take on it. Like I'm okay with him doing backstory. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm happy they did a backstory. I don't like they tried to make him uh, a good guy turned evil because of this one little thing that happened in, in Vietnam. I, I would have liked to seen like maybe show a backstory where it's like, he may not have been completely bad, but he wasn't all good either. It's true. He was so good at the beginning. He was like, Oh, I'm going to protect this woman. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to fight and for her. Just, and, and, and that was okay. That was fine. But then they just have him flip because this one guy, he has to fight to the death with him. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, nah, I don't buy and you it. You know, and I don't, I don't either because 
it begs the question, well, what motivated this guy? Now let's go back into his backstory and find out where the hell he became like, I mean, because really he's yeah. just the epitome of, of Crease from a, a, a past generation. So if you're going to go into saying that Crease became Crease because of this guy, well, now we got to find out this guy's backstory. Where's the nuance? Yeah. But nuance well, it, isn't something that it's tough to get into in a series like this. It's kind of campy. Yeah. Uh, and I had I had some problems with like the, the one of the first things that bugged me when they went back to the to to him in the the war and in, in Vietnam War is they show him with these other two guys and right off the bat one of the guys got a big ass ponytail. <laughs> okay. Okay. First off, that shit wouldn't have flying. I don't. You he, he wouldn't have been able to have that hair in the army, especially as some fucking no no nonsense grunt, just some nobody. He would have had his. I wouldn't have thought so either, but you're in the military, so I'm sure you've got a better. Oh, but, yeah. but this is back in the '60s, right? So it doesn't matter. It's okay. Him. Okay. Yeah. I, more, more than not, he would have had his head shaved. Like yeah. they're 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 showing him as like just fresh boots. You know, they're 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 rookies. They're, they probably haven't been over in in the war that long. You know, maybe if he was special forces and some kind of undercover crap that, you know, he's been in there for years, he's, you know, he's a high ranking guy. Maybe he might have had a point tail, but the, the guys are showing no, not at all. And I so you count like, bullets and you look at hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they well, shoot no, too many times. It's, it's, you, it bugs you. And if they've got the wrong hairstyle, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that one bugged me right off the bat. But they put him in there specifically because the guy, Silver, uh, later on has that kind of hair so they wanted you to think that was him because he's also the one that gets shot right oh, okay okay so that that was their little twist and i'm like okay well so everybody attributes him because he had the ponytail and i was like but it, he they wouldn't have allowed him to have that then my other one and this is this is one where they they wrote it into the story and it makes sense the way they wrote it but i would have called bullshit he got you know he talks later that he was a, a captain you know a, a retired captain or a former captain in the army because he got a field commission which means you go from you know enlisted to basically an officer and usually happens in time of war when they do something spectacular i don't think rest first off causing to be captured and then being the one guy that you know takes the captain out and and he's not the one that rescued him he just took the captain out that when they got rescued would have been worthy of a of a commission to become an officer from pretty much a low life you know infantry grunt he probably was no more than you know an e4 at the most if he had been there even you know a couple years which i doubt you know he looked like he was there maybe two years at the most so the so script I, writers I, just don't have their military uh, background to know uh yeah they just they just made it it made it convenient for him to say he's a captain because it has more clout when you're out yeah i was a captain and you know right then just and so i was just like i don't buy that they would have made him a captain off of that and so i had to look up like is can you even go from enlisted to to an officer and yes you can and it doesn't happen a lot and so i was i was like mm. i mean you have to do you almost have to get the like the medal of honor to kind of go for that kind of shit like you had to do some crazy like if you weren't there the whole mission would have failed kind of thing if he wasn't there the mission might have not ever they may never have been captured so, maybe maybe season four will go into how he spun it as a you know once yeah. once, once they pulled him out because I think that's where the series season three ended was the they came yeah, in and they they lit up the the campment and then they they were able to rescue those guys yeah. while he kind of lets well, the, let's that, that captain there fall to yeah. fall to his death in in a pit full of cobras 
as he says, no mercy. And then it all, it all dawns on you. Oh, that's where he came up with Cobra, Cobra Kai and no mercy. Yeah. Yeah, So I, that, (laughs) I had a lot of problem with that. Then the other, um, so that was my major problems with, well, my other big problem with crease is he was old when karate kid one was made. I mean, he wasn't a spring chicken. He was probably easily in his forties, right? Maybe early thirties, but now we're talking 30 years later, minimum, right? Uh, if we go by, uh, late eighties to now, you know, 30 something years, he's going to be in his seventies and why Johnny can't just kick the shit out of him. Like the fight scenes with him are horrible. You can just see that he is not moving well. It's like, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of the fight scenes in this series in general, but um, right. well, I, I think my favorite was actually the, 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 the high school bonanza in se- at the end of season two. Well, that was a that good was, one. But yeah, that, that, just, was that, was, that was just well choreographed, not from a martial arts point of view, but just from a cinematic point of view. It was fun to watch. Yeah. I think both. I think they had a little of both. Where, yeah, some of the fights now were kind of, they're not very good. They certainly tried to recreate that same season two finale in season oh, three. In yeah, because they, they did that whole long shot again, which really worked really well in season two. And I thought it was fine in season three, but it was, it was, it seemed a little bit more forced, like they were trying to match season two. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a problem with how much fighting they did and, and the fighting that they were doing. It just was a little, little too much, a little too pushed. And, Here's the other thing is most of these kids now at most have been doing martial arts in, in either Cobra Kai or, or Miyagi-Do for maybe maximum two years. Like, <laughs> yeah, but but did you see Karate Kid? I mean, Daniel LaRusso, you know, take becomes champion in three months. You know, I think it was a December tournament and it was at the at the beginning. I of thought the... it was late. I thought it was more than that. I thought he started more in, in like the early part of like before school started and then Okay, four months. <laughs> but the, I, I, no, the yeah. tournament was in December, so it was just a few months. But he used an illegal kick, so. I, <laughs> and also, I will give it the fact that that at the beginning of the series, before he gets trained by Miyagi, he is, you know, he's training in karate from a book. So at least he he's been doing some moves. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I need to start looking. I got to learn more from a book. Um, but that's one of my biggest problems is is like the the way they're fighting for one. Uh, both of us knowing that you know we do our martial arts, and um, if you get in a real fight, it's not it's not that choreographed looking crap like that. I mean, no, it, it looks more like what you would see in, in uh, you know in a, in a mixed martial arts uh, fight in the ring and stuff like that. If, especially if both people know what they're doing, and that's I understand what they're doing is is it's it's fake fighting and, and it's for the for the theater part of it. But it gets a little old after a while. When and not only that, but it's like, why? You know, they break his arm. Why were Why were the cops not called? They steal money, like thousands of dollars from the little kid. Why? You know, he knows who they were. Why didn't he just report? I mean, there's just there is one stuff. time where they call the cops, or and or they go to the police, and but that was after Dan- the the mom attacks crease right right and they yeah so yeah i agree it is kind of ridiculous that the 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 police aren't called more often your kid comes home with a broken arm and he tells you you know oh is this rival dojo i mean for me i know what i would do it it may not involve the cops right away but if that didn't work it would definitely involve the cops well like let me let me let me ask you this and and 
to, you know, I'm hearing your criticisms and I agree with them. At the same time, I think there's some, you know, the, the series is built on kind of its campiness. It's part of right. it. So it, I think it's fair to, to just kind of see through that and say, okay, yeah, it's ridiculous, but there's some fun and... and oh, I'm not saying there's so, not, and I enjoy it. And, and it's, it's, it's just one it's, of the things that bugs me while I'm... No, watching. I know. It's, it's, it's tough for me because I'm, I like, I like, I like series or movies that I can really kind of get into and, and, and dissect. And there's not that much to dissect <laughs> in this. It's just kind of, it's kind of corny. It's nostalgic. And, um, and you got to be drinking a beer. I don't think this is, I mean, to me, this is something that benefits oh, from yeah. a little bit of, a, a little bit of relaxation. <laughs> um, no, but at the same right. time, right. it, it's still fun. And, uh, so I don't, I, I'm afraid I don't want to necessarily give it that much of a microscope and say, damn it, why the hell? You know, I, you know, I will say it bugged me when Daniel went to go look for Robbie, you know, and, and he and he and Johnny, they do their whole um, buddy cop thing for a little while. And then, but then the whole reason Daniel wants to go look for Robbie is because he says, oh, it'd be better for him because I can convince him to turn himself in because otherwise, if the, you know, if the cops catch him, it's going to look bad. So what does he do when he finally finds out where he is? He calls the cops before he even talks to him. So by, by the time he gets there and he's chatting with him, the cops show up. And I thought, oh, my God, that just kind of is completely opposite to what you really your motivation would. That that bothered me. That was my biggest <laughs> bother. I, under I understand the part <laughs> of it. I understand both sides of that, too, because. I understand where Daniel's coming from because he's right. Like the kid is just scared because he doesn't want to go to jail, which is understandable. I mean, the kid was a bad kid to begin with. I mean, I'm sure he had a record. You know, we are we established that earlier. He did hang out with a good crowd. You know, the scene where where uh, Johnny and Daniel go into the uh, I guess it was probably juvie. It couldn't have been. It might have been prison where they're talking to the two guys that used to hang out with him. And you know, and Johnny smacks the one guy in the nose, like. Right. There's no, there's no way that that would really happen. It was funny as hell, and, <laughs> and it made me laugh. But there's like, you just got, you got to put away the, the belief at that point, and you do got to do it on a lot of this, uh, you know. But I understand where Daniel was coming from because he's like, yeah, he's trying to get this kid to get back on the straight and narrow, and the only way you can do that is if you clear up what happened in the past. So he has to turn himself in. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I just thought it was kind of more of a sabotage, and it kind of went against what he was saying he wanted to do. Well, I think that's part that's part of what Daniel is in this, though. He's kind of a hypocrite. He's trying to, he's trying to do, yeah, he's trying to do the right thing. He just goes about it in in a, a different manner, where yeah. it's, you're not always looking at it from the other side. And well, I mean, that's that's the whole show in a nutshell. Like, if these guys would just sit and talk, none of this shit would have ever happened, you know. Uh, which is funny. I mean, they, they it's you know they, they have a great line uh, when uh, Daniel's in Okinawa. And he's talking to, um, I can't think of her name, but the, the lady that was... Uh, Kamiko? Yeah. And, you know, he's talking about Kozin, how he seems so like he's holding a grudge. And he's like, trust me, I know about holding a grudge. You know, so it's like he knows he's an asshole and he's kind of doing things the wrong way, but he still does them. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that's part of what this show is a lot about. And I think, uh, you know... I I loved uh they're talking about the tournament again and they and they have the um they have the the meeting the, the town hall meeting Oh right 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 and they're in there and, and Daniel comes down and starts talking and the one guy in the back goes you're an asshole you know or like you know you're the bully 
you know, because that's all, that was that whole fan thing that you know for a long time saying if you if you if you look at things differently from a different view, Daniel was actually the bully in Karate Kid One. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> so, and you know, season one really focused more on Johnny's character too to try to try to emphasize some of that. I thought this this season season three was was a little bit more Daniel's story. Uh, Johnny didn't have that much growth, and Daniel at least got to go to Okinawa. Oh no, he had the best thing, dude. Johnny, okay, I, you're right. Daniel had the more the more growth story and the more backstory, but what Johnny had was his redemption. Right? He feels he feels uh, responsible guilty. for Miguel. Responsible. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love the whole thing where he's, you know, he, he yells at him in the, the hospital. The guy's like, oh. he's like, what? You know, <laughs> silence. And just he snaps to it. He's like, but he goes full sensei on him. And, and I love that, you know. It's and so it's, stupid, though. He's like dangling a fishing I line. And, and, and it, it's, it's but funny, funny. But it, about I know it is funny. It, it's stupid. It's, it's like, really? It's, Does he actually? Like he's helping him, but he's doing it in the most awkward, dumb way. And then he takes him to the so, quiet, the, the, what is it the, the twisted sister concert or whatever the lead singer so, of twisted sister is that was funny so i read i read about this this was actually a nod to uh there was apparently um some people out there that were using these make-a-wish kids to uh do some of these crazy things and one of them was to actually go to a concert uh a twisted sister concert um and, and so they, they actually that was a real life thing where they they use some make-a-wish kid and like tricked their way into this concert. I don't even know if it was a real make a wish, but it, it was a legit thing that happened. So it was a nod to that. And I thought that was hilarious. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and, but it, it played out really well. Like at first you're kind of like, what the hell's going on here? And then when he looks down, he's, I know, I thought maybe it was a brothel or something. What the <laughs> oh God, I thought that too going in. I was like, oh yeah. But when he, you know, he's like, right ladies. And they look, but when he reached, when he looks down and he's tapping his toe, you're like holy shit! Yeah, I mean his dumbass is making it work. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I know that's a great way of putting it. His dumbass is making it work. Okay, so it's now, just here's yeah, it's just thing, persistence. Though, I had to, this is one that it was really hard to put behind because he broke his back, was in a coma, but it seems like in three four weeks he's back doing martial arts. <laughs> like. Mm. I don't think so. You know, <laughs> that one was just a hard one to believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How's your knee doing? Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was out for a good four months after a knee replacement, and I'm still not at full contact. Uh, yeah, there's just there's just some things that you have to put away. Like, here's my other one, and this this might only bug people that know martial arts uh, schools and, and have been part of dojos, but have you ever noticed that they're all still white belts? <laughs> There's not one of them in there, uh, except for maybe LaRusso and uh, Johnny that are wearing black belts in crease. But not one student is above a a uh, white belt yet. Huh. Well, oh, maybe maybe that's too complicated to coordinate and have have to have everyone have their own story to to follow where they are rank wise. You have to show tests throw, and throw stuff. Throw a color in. You don't even have to do that. Just they don't do any of the other stuff. Throw a color in there. I mean, Hawk alone should be at least a purple belt. Come on. <laughs> like, come on. Did you yeah, buy Did you buy Hawk's transformation? Where you know, I there were a couple uh, scenes in there. There's a couple scenes where you could see like. Oh, the hesitation, he's not sure. But then the other scenes, he was just so 
you know, full bore uh, psycho. I wish they would have done it a and, different way. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't have done it in the middle of a fight. I wish they would have done it a different time because uh, I do, I do feel that yes, he he kind of, kind of, but I think. I think he was on the wrong side. He realized he was on the wrong side and he kind yeah. of realized he was I, missing his friend. I think it's a fair character arc. I just think the way it was portrayed was pretty chintzy. Yeah. In, in, in how the they... middle of a fight, I don't, he, he's one of those guys in every other fight. He's so amped up on everything that I can't see him going from kicking one guy's butt to all of a sudden going, Oh my, my buddy's getting his butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just, I don't see that. I, I, what I would have rather seen is maybe like, before the big fight or something, he came up to him and, you know, cause he broke his arm or something and, and saw him struggling with something. And, and that's where it turned. I, you know, I, outside will, of fight. Yeah. I will say that, you know, they are drawing a difference between the, the, the teenagers and the adults where the teenagers have a lot more ability to change a lot more rapidly because they're, they're kind of still in the growth phase where the adults, it takes them a long time. Right, like, yeah. like for Johnny to, you know, Johnny's still a, kind of a doofus that that you know and maybe i don't think it really was he came around in the end it's just it it, it things kind of finally lined up for him but but you don't see much character growth that creates such a dramatic change like like hawk in in, in but in your teen yeah. years you're a little bit more open for that sort of change maybe I'm, I'm giving yeah, it I, some props as, as, as I think that, well, that's why I mean, I, well, I saw it all along. Like, I mean, you see it when, uh, before, when they're at the party and they're sitting next to each other, you like, they're talking and like, they're almost back to it. And then all of a sudden one thing flips. And that's why I was saying where he, he's such a trigger. Like he goes to, he goes to that bad side really quickly. Like I didn't, I couldn't see it in the middle of the fight. Um, I just, I would have maybe would have rather seen when they when he brought in those the other guys, and the one guy got kicked out, and you know he had to fight the one dude. Right. Like you know maybe something there you know like after he beats him and then he realizes like oh shit this isn't the you know he's still letting those guys in or whatever, you know. Not only that, but I thought earlier. I mean, I know the guy was the bully earlier, but didn't he get his ass kicked? Like all four of them get their ass kicked at one point and quit messing with Miguel. Uh, and then all of a sudden he turns out to just, he was a badass to begin. Like there was a little bit, something hard there. Who are you talking about? The, the, the main bully Asian kid that ends up. Oh, right. That they goes from being like a wrestler that Reese goes out and kind of, uh, uh, grabs from the street. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little, I was to me, like there was a too much of a turnaround on that guy. Like I, like, I thought it added some motivation for some of those oh, kids at, in Cobra Kai to, to reflect on what they were doing there. If, if Kreese is going to go around and just bring in these students to to add muscle to the to the school, then then you see that, oh, is that what he's all about? And maybe it gives him something to, to to reflect on. What about what about Dimitri? So Dimitri in season two, he out of nowhere kicks Hawk's ass or he does, he lands one solid punch. One good kick. Yeah. He, and, and to where he, he's redeemed. And then in season three, he gets the hot chick. (laughs) Yeah. I, I still, I don't care for that character. Um, No, I just, the way he talks. I mean, it's, I don't want him to win at all. (laughs) I thought it was funny though, that, that they, they, they had him, 
flirting with the oh yeah with the uh well, it, she's like the mean girl makes, hot chick that, yeah you know. <laughs> well, she's, she's the popular girl and, right. and he kind of he kind of became popular because he he kicks hawk into the trophy case in front of everybody yeah. so everybody sees oh you know i think he's a badass so it, yeah it makes the girl superficial too and and i just superficial is a good I word on like, on there <laughs> you know that his season oh, two yeah. and season three uh well, and she still doesn't Transition. want to acknowledge it, right? She still doesn't want people to know. <laughs> it's, but you know, it's just one of those things. It, it's kind of, he's one of those characters in the show that I just, I don't buy. And I, I mean, he goes from being the most goofy motherfucker ever. Like he could barely even do anything to all of a sudden he's just this badass. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> no, I mean, I've seen people that start off like he did and it takes years. Like you, you, you don't just, Especially if you're already in your in your older teens, you know you're not going from that awkward body to the oh this is my new body I understand it. You just yeah no I yeah. I, I don't. Okay, we've talked it. a lot about the side characters. You know we're about an hour into this podcast and we haven't <laughs> we haven't once brought up Allie. And to I to me at the end of season two I was so excited that they teased that you know that that you know, that Facebook, uh, post and you think she was going to come be the doctor for Miguel. Well, that, yeah, that's right. That was something that, that the internet thought, yeah, maybe she'd go fix, fix him. Well, no, you, no. Skip, you saw what they did. They played that. They, they show that like, Oh, this doctor just flew in and, right. the family go and, you look and, oh, and she turns around and like, no, nope, that's not her. <laughs> that was one of those ones they talked about. I was, so. I watched the season just with, anticipation of seeing Allie and I don't know maybe I had a thing for her when I was when I was a yeah, teenager I probably did um especially when you know what she was in cocktail with Tom Cruise and she like blossomed into this really sexy girl so um yeah I, that's I probably how I know I, you, that's how I know you had a thing for her because you the way you just described her she blossomed <laughs> thank you anyway <laughs> I, I really enjoyed seeing her in this. You, you know, we saw her in The Boys uh, recently. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think we podcast about The Boys, but I know I, I've I've only seen half a season one, but I think you've probably oh, seen what? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Season two, oh my god! But I was impressed. I was impressed. We just there were there were other series that took precedence once we started this god, podcast. No I had to kind of follow along with whatever we were watching. <laughs> so maybe we can do boy the boys uh, at, at some point because uh, that was that was interesting and worth worth returning yeah, to. Definitely. But uh, I like seeing her. She's boy. She's uh, she's our age and she looks incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could look incredible at our age. I mean, I, th I think you're pretty handsome. <laughs> I think you're pretty handsome too. <laughs> so I, I, that's why we're doing this podcast. Cause you guys can't tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I actually liked that they had her in there and I liked the way they had her in there. You know, she didn't come back and really set up, you know, it wasn't like, Oh, she's going to become a love interest for either one of them. You know, that it's, uh, I did like that. It kind of got jealous. You know, you got a little bit of jealousy out of Johnny seeing her talking to Daniel. And I, I love, yeah, I loved the jealous, or I loved how they played the uh, Daniel's wife and how she kind of bonded with Allie, and they just right, kind of right off. The bat. That was hilarious. Um, well, I mean, and they did a good job with it because, like, you know, Johnny still was kind of, you know, he still was infatuated with her, but in the end, I think he was able to realize that, oh, hey, baby, this isn't. Oh, they teased it so well. I thought it was going to just fall flat into that trap of, oh, he, you know, because she's, 
or he's dating uh what's her name um miguel's mom miguel's mom carmen and uh and and they totally played it all the way up to like they almost kiss until the phone call comes and uh and and then everything kind of played out in a smart way after that or at least in in the in the best way you'd hoped for to where he even says you know i'm good i i'm i'm in a relationship and i'm really hoping that goes somewhere and it made me feel good it's like damn she came in she said (laughs) some good stuff and she's out and that's all they need for her I don't think she's yeah. going to be in season four. There's no need. No, I think, actually, I think she... there, there was a chance that she wasn't even going to make season three. She she signed I... it like the last minute. That's right. They had like a, a whole nother, they, if she wasn't going to be there, they had a whole nother option on what they could do, which was, it, I can't remember what it was, but it, it I, sounded... I didn't read all that, but I knew that she was that last minute kind of thing. So I thought that was, that was cool that they did it that way though. Yeah, it worked out great. I mean, I love the fact that, you know, that they go on the date and then they go back to the, the little putt putt you know you're right you know they they brought in all the they play so much to nostalgia that it i i thought it was interesting that you find out in the movie uh karate kid one the only scene that was in the movie that she was in with with uh johnny was when uh he trashes the radio or something like that and you know and she smacks him um, it's at the beach, yeah. Yeah, and that was it. That was the only scene that she was in with him. Uh, so, so seeing that in this in Cobra Kai, Johnny and and uh, Allie had the most screen time together. I liked that. I liked I liked seeing her. I, I, I liked seeing him struggle through his conversations with her. Well, you know, get the real backstory of why he was so obsessed and stuff like that. And, you know. I, I thought it was hilarious when you know when uh, Johnny was talking to Miguel about the Facebook posts and what he, how he should respond. You know, he write, you know, he writes all this stuff and Miguel is just like, no, you cannot send that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then they even go, you know, at one point, Johnny, finally, he has this whole reflection on, oh yeah. And he, and he, and he writes this something that's really beautiful. And then he, and, the, and you think, oh, he's going to send it. It's going to be great. And then he's like, no. And he's just like, you know, what's up? Boom. Yeah. You know, send something really, really chintzy. <laughs> Oh, I love I love where you know they go. He's waiting for her at the the for lunch, and he hears the guy order some crazy vegan fucking yeah. sand, like whatever. And so he orders that. And and she goes, "Well, I want a burger." And he's like, "Yeah, I want that too." <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't believe what I just almost did. <laughs> She's like, "I don't even know what that is." Yeah, yeah. She brought out a certain honesty in him that was nice. Nice to see. Yeah. Uh, that that sometimes there's only people in there's only certain people in your life that can do that and uh, yeah. it's nice to glimpse that. Yeah, no, they do a great job. So now let's talk about the main kid characters, right? We haven't really talked about Miguel. Uh, we got Sam, and then you got uh, um, why am I skipping on um, Robbie and then Robbie and then Tori, right? Tori, gosh, Tori was a bitch. She just is all bitches. <laughs> she <laughs> I, is. Oh, from well, I mean, she's kind of played that character the whole way through. Like, even when she was kind of good in season two, you're kind of like, ah, she's still I, not right. I I don't have a problem with with you know with the actor playing. I mean, to me, it just it's like it was a decision. They just made her. Oh yeah. You know, completely on the dark side. Um, and well, I don't know why. Out for herself. Yeah, I, I, I mean, at the beginning, they gave they gave, gave, they gave uh, Crease was able to kind of. 
what was it, or landlord or something like that was yeah, made, being made, a creep and all that. Yeah, so that a, was uh, so that was another thing I read. They were talking about the the let's make Crease a good guy kind of thing. You know, he's really an un, un, you know he's a really good guy because he he saves her. No, he saves her for his own fucking purpose. His own ego. <laughs> he yeah. just loves to loves to show off that he can chop you know do whatever he wants and motivate yeah, people he, through he did intimidation. It so he could show up so she would become part of Cobra Kai again. Yeah. He didn't really, I mean, I mean, yeah, he did it in his own way and yeah, he protected her, but I mean, he, that doesn't make him a good guy. It, he did it, it, it wasn't in the right way. I, I still don't buy him being anything good, but she is definitely a, you know, her character is definitely like the bad girl. And, you know, we got a little bit of, of why, you know, she is so out for herself, you know, with, she has to take care of her mom and all that stuff. And, you know, she's, she's seriously out of all of them. She's probably the only one that's got to be an adult. I mean, she, she has to, she's working to, you know, but she's so, so yeah. wicked. It, it just, it, I mean, it's almost like season four. They got to explore her backstory to give her a little bit of motivation. Well, we you know, what, what Vietnam war like, was she in that, that, well, that mean, led to who we she got is. The Hawk redemption. Can she get redemption? I don't know. You know. Can we see like she was just, you know, she's yeah, she's a bitch, but she's a bitch because she had to be because she had to look out for herself and, and you know, yeah, maybe it, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she, I think they're playing it a little too harsh. And but but, it, you know, I think they're playing it too harsh if they want to at some point redeem her. If they don't if they don't want to redeem her. Well, so I'd I be think, interested in seeing where they go if they if they choose to redeem her, if they're gonna, if they make it viable or not. But, but I mean, they, they're playing her as a hard ass uh, in contradiction to Sam, who who's supposed to be kind of the squeaky queen, you know. And to yeah. me, she she almost gets annoying because she's yeah, you know. I she, although she, she so, yeah. So <laughs> Sam, I thought they explored the you know they they talk about fight or flight, you know, this fight or yeah. flight instinct. And with with her, they they brought it another level, which I've always agreed with this fight or flight or freeze. And she went to freeze, you know, she started having panic attacks and she couldn't do a thing. And I think that's, I thought that was a more realistic way of trying to explore that instinct or what, what panic can do to you. You know, whether or not they really explored it from a well, sophisticated here's, here's level problem. or not, I don't know, but it was it was still it was still important. Go ahead. Yeah, they have her doing all that, and and but it's only when Tori's there. Otherwise, she becomes she's just this so ingrained in. I got to be a badass, and I got to get everybody to fight. Like that's no, true. She, it is just Tori. Yeah, she should have been more like she. I I think she should have kept her original mentality where she's trying to avoid all this, and she was trying to be the you know the glue to get everybody together again. Like I, I don't buy her flipping like that. You know, it, it just doesn't fit her personality in, in my mind, the way I saw it. And then to freeze up so much like that, it just, there were, there was issues with it for me. Um, I, yeah. And then, then, you know, you got Robbie who this one, I can believe because, you know, he, he, they've started, they, they've kept him the same from get go. Right. Where, I mean, Tori's kind of been the same from get go. Robbie's been kind of the same from get go. Miguel's been kind of the same from get go, but you got Sam who did a fucking weird flip in the middle. Um, but like, you know, you got you got. Um, God damn it! I can't even think of his name already. I just said it. 
Robbie. Okay. This martini. This martini. I, I hate it, but it's going to my head. Uh, you know, from the get go, he's always he's been out on his own, right? He didn't care for his dad. He didn't want his. He wanted a dad figure, but then he he didn't want what he could what he got. And so, and he, he sticks with that, and, you know, Johnny didn't help his case by, he was supposed to, you know, he had a chance to go to the prison and, and visit him and, and be, you know, kind of, and then he didn't show, you know, you get that one. And so Robbie kind of stayed his own course. And, you know, of course, Tree steps in and, and just picks up the pieces and says, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be the father figure you wanted because your real dad isn't doing it. The Russo screwed you over. He's not doing it. So now I'm next in line to to you know. I thought you over. I thought in season one and two, Robbie was a character that viewers got annoyed with. Kind of his, he was kind of that that uh, you know, pouty lipped uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. love interest to to Sam. You know, it was just kind of a it was that uh, annoying. Oh my God, can they punch See, this I, kid in the face? I kept, but I kept waiting for him to swim. To, to, to be a dick. Well, like, in, in this season, I, I thought they, you know, they, they put him in a, in a corner and, and, and in the end, he becomes kind of the, the enemy. Um, so maybe they're hoping that a whole season of him not necessarily being uh, a friend to the, the, other, the other kids, you know, he, him just kind of being in his own world and, and now he's the enemy. Maybe that will offer him a, an avenue for redemption. Um, I don't know. You know I, don't, I mean, he, sure is, he is Johnny's son, so they, they can't just abandon him to, I don't know. to be to, to Reese and, and say, Reese, you know, well, that's what, or Kreese, I think that's sorry. what season um, four is going to be. I, I think season four is going to be, because now you, now you got it flipped again, right? Originally, it was, it was, uh, Robbie, uh, was it Miyagi Do versus uh, Miguel at Cobra Kai? Right. Now you got now you got Miguel back at Miyagi Do. Now Robbie's back at, at Cobra Kai, and Sam's now still at Miyagi Do, and Tori's still at Cobra Kai. So now right. Well, Robbie we had Eagle Fang too in the midst too, which was hilarious. <laughs> it was such a bad day. Such a horrible. I, I loved that they called him on the the teeth coming out of the ears. Yeah. Like what? what? <laughs> Eagles don't oh, have but, teeth, but he—that's him. He's—he's. He's, I, I know it was, I mean, they, it was funny. They dumped him up big time, <laughs> and he plays it well. Um, Does he? I don't think I—I I don't. I wish he played it a little better. I think he's kind of a a a. a I don't think he's very good at his acting chops at this age. I wish he would kind of commit a little bit more to who he is. So, but oh, see, I buy everything about it. He is okay. He is, He's stuck in in the the you know motorhead type uh, cars and women you know he 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 fits that '80s mantra kind of thing. It's like he never grew out of that. Yeah, I, I believe it a hundred percent. Would I would I expect someone his age to be like that? No, but I mean, you know, from what it looks like, he's never done anything but menial jobs and stay at home drinking banquets. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, he didn't know how to work a computer. He didn't know how to, you know, it's. Oh, I know his computer skills are, are, are. is very low. Very lacking and hilarious too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe it. That's right. Um, he tries to take back the laptop to the, to the, you know, because, because it wasn't working because he didn't know how to, you know, it's wireless. So why, why do I have to plug it in? <laughs> uh, 
that's funny. That's kind of like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, kind of funny. Um, So, I mean, they're setting it up again for the battle with Miguel versus Robbie and and Tori versus Sam. You know, uh, they've just kind of switched dance partners, essentially. Uh, I'm a little I'm a little worried that Miguel is back to fighting a little too quickly, you know, um, from the whole thing. But he's also one of my favorite characters and probably I think one of the best characters and actors in this whole thing. Um, Miguel. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I thought he's been great from the, the get go. Um, he's also one of the few in there that like, uh, when I see him doing some of his, his martial arts, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he's kind of legit. You know, he's kind of, kind of doing it. Which I remember, I think I talked about a little bit before that, you know, they actually, there's a few of them that have actually done some, some training. I think it was Robbie. Is like a purple belt and some Muay Thai or some something like that, and some of them. So, and I'm sure they're they're taking lessons on on stage and stuff like that with the, with the the stunt team and the choreograph. But uh, he's he's one of the guys that I've liked from get go character wise, and I don't think he's ever slipped. Even when he was you know in Cobra Kai, like yeah, he was on the asshole side a little bit, but he was also kind of doing it the right way. Like he wasn't doing it to be just an asshole, right? I mean, he got a little bit like that. He got a little cocky, but I don't know. Be interesting to see how it all comes out. Um, but yeah, I definitely. I mean, it, it's a fun show for sure. I think uh, um, one of the things we haven't, you know, we mentioned Miyagi a few times, but I, th- I think they've done a good job kind of keeping his spirit. Alive, intact, sure. intact, and respected through this, even though it's campy and. And but but they really feed off of who he was, what effect he had, because I think I think that character, Pat Morita, what he brought to the original movies was a reason there were, you know, four movies yeah. or, you know, I don't know. Was he in the fourth one with the girl? I don't, but I'm not sure. I think so. OK, um, think so. because, you know, he he has some he, there's something genuine about him. I even saw this uh, this last week. They have a, a documentary coming out, the Pat Morita or Miyagi. Oh, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they exp- they it's a documentary about Pat Morita and kind of his his struggles in life and 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 oh, that'd be cool. I was I was drawn to it just because maybe because I recently watched Cobra Kai and even <laughs> yeah. though even though he's not an actor in it because he's passed away, um, right. they certainly. Uh, respect him throughout and and yeah. bring him a lot of a lot of attention you know like even the, that that beautiful scene I thought in Okinawa when um, the the woman uh, Kamiko uh, oh, the shares shares the letter with Daniel yeah yeah I think I think what they're doing in and this is I'm glad they're doing it this way is that you know no matter what Daniel's done to lose his way and kind of you know, hold the grudges and stuff like that. They never pull it back to what he was taught more like he's losing what he was taught. Like he's always, it's always shown that, you know, what he learned and from, from uh, Miyagi was, uh, it was the right way. And it was all about balance in, in, you know, doing the right thing and stuff like that. And so they've kept that throughout right and and i think in the end it's really it's it's him versus crease you know the the how you're nurtured will will end up how you're doing and, and you know yeah daniel slipped but he still has the basis for it 
you know Johnny was taught this wrong way but he can he can redeem himself by learning the new way like I think that's to me him and, and Daniel hooking up together and teaching together I think is gonna in a way it's gonna teach Johnny the way you know the peaceful side of it and stuff like that and I think it's gonna be a growing spot for him and that's where Daniel's gonna get his redemption of saying hey look you can let things go and, and be the better man by being the better teacher. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I see coming. My hopes are in, in the long run. I, I hope this I, is- I wonder how many, what say it? What were you I, saying? I'm hoping it's going like eight seasons to get there, but- I, I'm curious if they have a, a number of seasons in mind because that's, that's, that's a challenge when it comes to these sort of series is that if they're successful, you know, they just keep making more and it saturates, it dilutes the, the message and it becomes kind of a... I heard uh, something about six. So I think they have the base story written through six. So this, this is going to be the next three. But you know, get. you know that, that how many seasons they go is not driven by the story arc. It's driven by how, how long people will continue to watch. And, True, and, but I think and so sometimes writer, that means that means the writing be, yeah. gets diluted and becomes kind of a, a mess in the end. So. Well, but I think his concept, he has, he has it written out for six seasons. Who's he? Is uh, there a, I, is there a, one of, the, one of the main guys that brought it to uh, YouTube, John okay. uh, Horowitz, I believe. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. This originated on YouTube. This was YouTube's first, yeah. first uh, series, right? Well, I watched the first episode on the on YouTube, but it was like they wanted you to buy right. Uh, you had to get premium or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, Nah, nah, I'm good, <laughs> thanks. I mean, I want to watch all that, but nah, I'm I'm good. I don't need yeah. I don't need to pay for YouTube. It gave it kind of a very B or C list quality. The fact that it was a series on YouTube, it's like what? <laughs> you know, is this is this a home movie that someone's produced? But but well, that's, that's how, and that's... that's essentially what it started off as. And I think the guy who got it, who was writing it all that, he had an idea. You know, kind of like, uh, you know, we did that Jim Butcher book, you know, um, the Stormfront. Um, so that that's slated to be twenty two books. And he talked about from the get go, he knew where he was going. He didn't know exactly how many books it was going to take to get there, but he said this is. He had the story laid out in his mind, not the not the details, but the 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 general outline for. He said I think originally like eighteen books, and they, they slipped a couple others in there. So I think they had this idea slip, you know, set in there for like six seasons. Like these are the main this season we're going to deal with this this season we're going to do this this one and this and and it comes down to a sixth season i believe is what i read it might be eight might be six um but that's you know and i hope they can because i mean this is an incredible show it's great for the actors in it you know they're it's 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 promoting these young actors they're they're going to go far from this hopefully you know and and then it's giving these other guys this this comeback kind of thing you know i mean when was the last time you saw uh what is johnny lawrence uh, uh billy William billy Zipa, Zibica, yeah zabika zabika <laughs> when was when was the last time you saw him in anything before uh this besides i just looking kid. At his, yeah <laughs> just looking just looking at his uh his uh chops here on uh, imdb he's best known for karate kid yeah i have hot not tub, seen him since hot tub time machine Oh, was and he back and back to school? <laughs> okay. So, uh, which I don't yeah. remember him from. Okay. 
I mean, I'm sure you. And even even uh, Ralph Macchio. I mean, I remember him from The Outsiders before Karate yeah. Kid, Pony Boy. Oh, he played Pony Boy. Right. Uh, but uh, I don't remember him My after The Vinny. Karate Kid. Oh, that's right. My cousin. Oh, right. Oh, damn. That was an awesome movie. Right. But yeah, other than that, there's not a not a ton, you know, of other. He wasn't. He never made it big like we thought he was. Going but Elizabeth Shue, who plays Allie, she she's been she's kept kind of moving. She was in Cocktail. I and, think. She, yeah, she did a little she, bit. Better uh, what was the, the Leaving Las Vegas with uh, Nick Cage and? Yeah, you know, if you can get in a Nick Cage movie, you've made it. Well, I mean, that was he won an Academy <laughs> Award for that performance. So it, you know, yeah, he's 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 done quite a quite a lot of interesting <laughs> I, 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 I think he's funny he cracks me up he's uh, got a new there's a new show on netflix that nick cage hosts that's like the the, oh, the history, the, of, history uh, of swearing of swear words yeah <laughs> yeah i've been watching it yet got so uh this has been an interesting time for me watching tv because i'm i'm catching up on my daredevil right because we got that podcast next week next week right um watch watching karate kid and i was finishing up vikings uh, and so I'm watching all these movies that are these shows that like, you know, you I got Daredevil, which phenomenal fight scenes, crazy, crazy uh, action. Vikings, oh my god, like intense fight scenes. And then Cobra Kai, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? <laughs> and yet, it's Cobra Kai is still relevant. I feel that that yeah, you know, it's chosen a path that is not as sophisticated as some of these other shows but it, well, it it's still fun to watch you know they're do they're doing what they're they're trying to do it and they they even make fun of themselves in this they're self-aware yes yeah with with all this karate going on why why are we letting you know there you're never i, I mean god i if if that was the biggest thing we had to worry about was people fighting karate fighting like that it, <laughs> this world would be okay but yeah it's it, it's it's very cheesy like if that's really what the fights are coming out like this is not what you know it, i know maybe you know can you imagine I mean, this might sound controversial but considering we had the the attack on the on the capital could you know and there was a lot of footage it would be kind of something kind of twisted and seeing some of that footage where they show people doing karate moves like you see in in like cobra kai <laughs> All right, I shouldn't be laughing about that. Okay, um, <laughs> right. I've been watching uh, Fargo. That was something that the Calmers talked about. Um, right. you, uh, that uh, I had seen season one. Now I'm onto season two. I, I mean, Fargo, the the movie, is one of my one of my favorite all time movies. The Coen Brothers uh, from the late '90s, and uh, they made a series that I think has gone at least four seasons. Yeah, you guys uh, were talking about FX that. I haven't, I haven't or Hulu. I'm watching on Hulu. Yeah, been going through a couple of different things, but like I said, I've been uh, I've been catching up on Daredevil, um, which I'm loving. Uh, it's so good. I mean, I, it's almost like I forgot enough of it that it's almost new again because it's been. I mean, it's came out only a couple of years ago, but it's been that long enough that I've seen sure. so much other stuff that it's like it's still kind of new. Uh, also, got me reading uh, comic books. Uh, some daredevil and i'll get into more of that next week um but yeah i'm loving that and then vikings oh my god to finish that today that is a have you watched any of that no what's that on uh it's on amazon right now okay i think it originally started on history channel 
but it is it is I don't plan on watching it unless you put it on our list. <laughs> well, if it wasn't six and a, six seasons, I probably would because it is it is a crazy. The the well, I mean, you got to be okay with violence cuz it is violent as fuck. I'm okay with violence. It has some crazy characters that you just go get so deep into and it's it's the first season is worth watching just for for two characters, Ragnar and Floki, they're they're just these, they're Vikings. I mean, they're everything you could think about Vikings. They are them. And speaking of violence, I sent Alicia a text today for a <laughs> uh, for a new horror movie coming out. I think it's dropping on 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 demand tomorrow or something. But it's uh, called Bloody Hell. So if you have the chance to check out the trailer for this, it looks it looks crazy, violent, ridiculous, you know, and yeah. and fun. Something she's gonna clap at. Yeah, giggle. She, she, yeah, she responded, "What the hell? So weird." But of course, I'm gonna have to watch it. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> it just cracks me up, like, like you know, watching these movies, and it's funny because you know, I'll be the first to jump in in the way of danger for you know real life. But movies like that get me up on the couch, toes tucked in, like scared. And she's over there clapping and giggling and just right. Like, oh yeah, she's got the yeah. way of clapping. It just, it's funny, as, you know. It's like I don't know what it is about the movies. You know, bear jumps in the way, I'm coming at you. But you know, show me a little uh, Texas Chainsaw, and I'm gone. So, it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, Cobra Kai. Uh, I mean, we got a quick season turnaround to season three. I don't know what we're gonna get. For season four, I it'll be a while, yeah. It. Yeah, we're yeah. probably not gonna see it till the, at least the end of the year, maybe not till 2022, uh, which sucks because that's a long time. Um, that was one of the reasons I think it went so strong is because they had a full season in the can um, before COVID hit, yeah, yeah, sure. But they were able to get one, two out right away with three coming quickly and, and it, it fed in there, so but it's surprising, it. it's surprising how much lead time they have with these series. I, I, I've been surprised at how much new content has come out recently that they say, oh yeah, we filmed that before the pandemic, before lockdown. So it's like, wow, does it really take nine months, a year to, before well, you go from filming to- I think a lot of them were, were kind of to... waiting. I mean, anything that was supposed to go in the theater, I know was getting delayed. Well, I know that because they want to try to recoup some of their yeah. cost, and, and I get that, but, uh, but for these streaming shows and, and, and did you see the, I think they released today or yesterday, the whole Netflix lineup of movies that are coming. They like have like one oh, new movie a week. And I, uh, did see, I did see something about that. that looks, yeah. I mean, and they're well, taking, it, and they're taking it, a lot it, of theatrical movies and throwing them on Netflix because you can't even, yeah. even this year, we're probably not going to be able to get back to the theaters. Well, at HBO least through. Max is going to release some stuff. Well, they're yeah. still holding strong that Black Widow is going to be out in May. Yeah, so, but May, okay, okay, that's but four, that's four months. Yeah, but but we're what, gonna have a new we're gonna so, have a new president, a new administration. Everybody's gonna be, you know, get their vac their vaccine by May. No, they're not. And and so what do you do about you know you get twenty five percent vaccinated by then? Does oh, that I think mean we'll have more than that? Twenty five percent of the population will only well. I, I don't know. I don't know how many people want to be vaccinated, and then and just, I, I think it's going to take longer. But but even even still, when when is it okay to go back to theaters? Do you have to have a vaccine card? Whenever, I've been the, vaccinated whenever the dictator and, says. I mean, uh, the governor says. <laughs> I knew some. <laughs> I knew some. I hate the guy. That's my political stand. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, no, I, I, I have a feeling for our political just... podcast, check us out yeah. at HWPI. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've done pretty good staying away from most of the things. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think we'll be back in theaters. You know, I'm hoping by summer. Um, there's other there's other states that still have them open. So we just happen to live in a dictator. I mean, California, um, where, you know, it's a little little different. Well, I mean, Napa was open. There was a theater in Napa open not too long ago. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we'll get back to the point where it may not be full capacity, but it might be, you know, half capacity. You know, maybe we're still wearing masks. I don't know. But I, I think they'll get closer to. The we are closer. You know, we're at least at least we have a, a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just a long tunnel still to go, I think. I, I just hope it's not a train. Okay. <laughs> metaphors. We love metaphors. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like meta fives too. Um, but no, I, I, um, I, I, if people haven't watched Cobra Kai, they probably haven't listened this long, but I think that it's worth, I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those shows that everybody should, I would recommend this to anybody. And I agree with you a hundred percent that, Hey, drink while you're doing it better yet. <laughs> go find one of those drinking games that are out there. Well, it's know. campy. It's nostalgic. Yeah. And those two things, you put them together and they still try to give you some good messages and that, you know, some positive messages. Yeah. And, and that's, that's fun, at least for one viewing. I don't know about, was, I, <laughs> I don't know about two viewings. I, I that's, that's where the YouTube recap I, I comes like, into play. Yeah. I think it's one of those, like after eight months, you, you forget enough that you can go watch it again. Like when season four comes out, it might be worth watching, you know, season one, two, three again. We'll see. Depends on what else is out. Uh, but I think this would be fun to do with a drinking game. Um, one of the ones I read uh, when I was looking for a drink for tonight, uh, there was like, anytime they say sensei, um, anytime Johnny drinks a beer, uh, you have to drink. Oh, right. Oh God. His banquets, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was there was a couple other ones. I almost like, think uh, that you know my dad drunk Coors, um, and 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 that's what it is. Coors banquet, right? Or, or so, banquet. So to me, that almost seems like a perversion of 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 my own nostalgia of my dad drinking. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> funny i was so a lot of pe there was there's a lot of people out there were asking uh, is core sponsoring you know did they sponsor this stuff? <laughs> right. and no they didn't uh it had nothing to do that and they also asked about uh is johnny really drinking beer at, you know and no each one of those was filled with like iced tea, tea right yeah <laughs> and so uh which i thought was funny and then someone was asking like what the hell is Coors Banquet. And so Banquet apparently is a more maltier version of the regular Coors. Oh, is it? I thought it was just the traditional that they decided they kind of renamed think, it. Yeah, it was like their original recipe and then they changed the recipe and then uh So it's like Coke and then New Coke and then they and yeah. then and then Coke Classic. So it's their yeah. Coke Classic. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a more maltier, heavier kind of uh mouthfeel and stuff like that. Which and it wasn't bad, you know. Like I said, it's it's a light beer. So when you go from drinking craft beers back to banquet, it's it's a it's a hard take. But it you know it it you know it's one of those ones like if there was no other beer available. Yeah, I'd probably drink it. You know, but it definitely doesn't hold up to like you know a hen house, you know, super stoked or anything like that. It doesn't have the hop hop varieties that you know I I've grown to love in my craft beers. So. But it is what it is. You can't get can't get those everywhere. So, 
I guess banquet it's got to be. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> we got Daredevil next week, right? Daredevil season one. Uh, yep. With our MCU crew. So that should be fun. That should. That should. That's yeah. that's a that's a good series to talk about. That, so. Yeah, oh, it is. I, I can't wait. I've, I've, I, I would, I've I would, been so engrossed with it. As far as MCU and Netflix, I think that series was kind of revolutionary as far as what you could do with the Netflix platform. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but I mean, if you look at the other ones that come along with it too, you know, you got Jessica Jones, you've got uh, true, but Iron but Daredevil, Daredevil was the was the first, so yeah. Well, not only that, but it, it, when you add those other ones and you look what you can do, you're like, those other ones are good, but they 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 still don't hold up to Daredevil. And then you know, you got Punisher, <laughs> which they introduced in season two of Daredevil too, yeah. with that one of the best episodes of Daredevil when they're on the rooftop. I think that's just, I, you know, I was thinking about that. And then I started watching these other ones in the fight scenes in these early <laughs> episodes of this. I'm like, Oh my God, we're getting yeah. too much into yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Save but, it for our, yeah. our foursome. We got that. And then, uh, after the MCU, I know I, I asked you, um, I want to do another, uh, one that's more near and dear to my heart. We're going to actually do uh, teenage mutant Ninja turtles, the 1990 uh, film release, and then uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the 2016 release. Damn. Okay, I've seen both of those, but I saw those when they were released in the theaters. So 2016. <laughs> uh, okay, but the other. Max. Okay, I have HBO Max. I have a. I have a yeah. trial. The first one. I can, yeah, the first one, the 1990, keep... is on HBO Max, and that's the one I'm really more interested to get your take on. Okay. Just because for me, it's one of my, you know my all-time list but it's more because of some personal you know like it's not the greatest movie movie but it's so i'm gonna have a hard time interjecting much because i know you have so much well but i want to teenage mutant ninja turtles background movie from a movie guy okay or just you know not a non-turtle fan not not to say you're not a turtle fan okay if you want that i will try to bring that i will try to bring that from that perspective No, and that's exactly what i want because i i want to see it without the rose tinted glasses that i'm gonna watch it with um, because that's, you know, it is, it's going to be, you know, that's how it is. And then I want to be able to take it and look at the next one, which is the reinventation, you know, the, um, the one that they did just recently, uh, and see, you know, how, how I compare them and then to see how you compare it. Cause it's, it's definitely, they're two different movies for sure. You know, um, they have a little bit different stories and then the way they take it is, is interesting. So I, I definitely want to do that. So that'll be, that'll be our episode 60. I'm looking forward to that. I think that's also <laughs> right around, right around our year anniversary. That's either. That's right. Year. We've done more than 52 episodes. So we're well beyond one well, a week. We did, but, we, uh, did, we did a couple. Yeah, we did a couple. No, I know. Episodes. So, I mean, we're, we're keeping up, uh, but uh, yeah, you're right. Cause we did our first one was uh star Wars, whatever the star yeah. Wars, what was it called? Janu- uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker, right? Right. I, I, you know, I took your advice from last week, trying to get a friend, you know, find a friend to, okay. to promote it. I got a friend to do it. He gets on there. He's like, okay, I'm downloading the first episode. And I'm like, no, don't do the first episode. So that's funny. I was, I was going to mention because um, I did put that out on Facebook, and then uh, I went and looked. You know, I, I check our stats and stuff like that, and I look at what people are downloading, and I saw. Not only was that one downloaded once, but it was downloaded twice. Last <laughs> well, week. one of them was a, was a buddy of mine. So that's awesome. Though. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's what we're looking for. I'm just trying to get, you know, if we can get one a week, that's all we ask. You know, <laughs> nice. one, one more a week. That's all we ask. What, what was it? Uh, 
was the um god that's from a commercial um the the uh the almond guys wasn't it the the blue diamond is it blue diamond almond oh where they're buried in uh in nuts they're, yeah like, and they're like what do we that's campaign. all we ask <laughs> you know asking people to buy a bag or something okay <laughs> i i just remember that from one of the commercials i can't remember it, i think i thought it was almonds but i could be wrong that sounds right i remember that i uh, don't i i can't tie the two campaigns together but yeah i get yeah. that so yeah, we'll definitely do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully push for more people to 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 share with a friend and see if we can't you know I'd love and to thanks for it. thanks for sharing my uh, my uh, SoundCloud account. I, oh, yeah. I will say my my daughter got a little annoyed with oh, you for she... posting it, and I, I shied away from saying, "Well, I kind of asked him to." So. Oh, well, well, she well, doesn't no, listen to the podcast because no, no, I know, I know. I don't think she'd listen to uh, we're at what an hour and a half if if she did listen to it if she got this far. Well, you know, <laughs> okay, sorry, Casey, that was actually my suggestion that he post it. <laughs> And, um, uh, but, but anyway, she, you know, she gets a little shy about, about her voice yeah. and, and on, on, in the public, in the yeah. public guy. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. I, I'll, no, no, no. That wasn't for you to think about. That was, that was, that was on me. I just, I, I, I've, I've held back on some of the things that she doesn't want posted, but, uh, but a couple of the songs that she's done that I'm just really. Well, it's funny. So. Uh, I put out like four four posts. I think that same time frame was our, our our you know my request for friends. The other one, and then um, and then the the, po the podcast post, and that one got more likes than I think the other two did. <laughs> so so yeah, it had to be doing something. And I only put it to our group, so it's not like it was out there. No, yeah, no, I know it's great. I I appreciate it, and <laughs> even if she does not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna promote it some more. Good. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. Like I said, uh, we both uh, enjoy Cobra Kai, especially with the drink. That's uh, right. <laughs> definitely looking forward to season four. Um, hopefully, we'll still be doing this podcast then, and we'll do another episode. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then uh, join us next week for MCU, where we hit Daredevil, the Netflix series, which, man, I can't believe. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Cheers to that. Yep. Have you are you are you still watching it or are you, have you finished this the first season? No, I gotta watch it. I I, the, I no I get I'm that's this week. <laughs> It'll be fresh. I've seen it. I've seen it. But it's like there it there, it's thirteen episodes. I mean, it's okay, like a thirteen hour. I'm okay, just you know it's I know a bit long. Okay. I know. I like it though. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk to everybody then. So say goodnight, Steve. Good night.